them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out Dance Party. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. <laughs> Dancing. And this is Snop After Dark. Mm. On today's episode, we are talking about Boba Fett's uh, episode four, and I always forget to look up the chapter name, but I don't know mm. what it's called. Maybe yeah. by the time we get down Not there. important. Yeah, it's fine. And we have some nerd news, but guess what, guys? You know what we're doing first? You want to guess? No. What day is it? <gasps> what day oh, is day it? What day is oh, it? Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, right. January 25th of 2022 is officially National Opposite Day. <gasps> oh. Should we say the opposite of everything we think during this podcast? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, That's that a makes lot. my brain hurt. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I will do the opposite. Remember George Costanza in Seinfeld? He pretty much decided, like, I think his like whole life was a failure and everything he did was wrong and whatever. So he's like, and now from a now on, you know, whatever I think I should do, I will do the opposite. And it started working there for a while. Yeah, it worked out, right? If I think I'm a failure, everything I do is wrong, then just do the opposite. I'm gonna start on opposite day by pretending I'm a dancer. And then I love dancing. Let me see your in dance, cat. I missed it earlier. Let me see your dance. Oh, I mean, which one? We did all kinds of stuff. We did oh. the horse clopping from Xena. Oh, oh. this. Just a little trotting. It's such a show I'm witnessing right now. Oh, what is that move? I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> oh, you, you know, you really only have the top half. Oh, <laughs> there's doing the roll. Uh oh, she went is, a little too far. I think we lost okay? one. Oh, no. It's still sleeping. You're Wait. back. <laughs> mm. I'm back. Mm. Dance party. We are a I very good group of dancers <laughs> on this show. Too bad it's not National Dancing Day. Oh. But tomorrow, the 26th, is National Green Juice Day. So, you know, very, oh, for you, Cat, National Spouses Day. So, hey. Oh, no. And I for get a me, oh, well, okay. Well, January 27th, uh, National Chocolate Cake Day. Oh, so, nice. Okay. You know. Okay. There you go. I like chocolate, chocolate cake. cake. I love I'd sing cake. the chocolate cake song, but we can't, we shouldn't talk about Bill Cosby. <laughs> I don't do you know, know. Do you know the chocolate <laughs> cake song? Is there a song? song? I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't. Let's not talk about it. I shouldn't okay. have it up. <laughs> it's actually, you know what, it's kind of, it ties into what we're talking about later. Uh, people who whose work you admire who turn out to be monsters. Oh, oh yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> okay. Bill Cosby, perfect Great. example. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, national <laughs> the twenty eighth is National Have Fun at Work Day, so that's oh, cool. Have nice. fun at work. Well, you know what the 29th is. Well, uh, <laughs> it's not going to be on that sheet, oh, sh- Wendy. Good. Is it some? Is it your birthday, cat? Did no, I it's miss not. It? No, you, oh. you already missed it this year. That's fine. Uh, it's actually, actually <laughs> last year. No, last year you missed it. September. It's fine. Don't worry about it. 
Oh, oh I, let me just say this. I miss everybody's birthdays. <laughs> oh, no. It's fine. No, listen. I think this this is Tara. I, I think need to write this it might down. be why I haven't been invited to I, Well, I forgot it, too, and I've been there three times. So. <laughs> Uh, no, January 29th is the, uh, Leah and I celebrate our anniversary on the 29th. It's the day that we oh. met 15 oh. years ago. What? Zoinks indeed. Mighty. That's it's a long time ago. It's been 84 years. <laughs> there hasn't been anyone <laughs> around here, but 84 years. Wow. Uh, so there you go. It's Cat and Leah Day on the 29th. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Catalia, that's what we call it. That's our ship. It's Catalia. Oh. Well. Catalia Island? Yeah. That's exactly it. Oh, nice. Um, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> what are y'all going to do? We're going do to. Do we want to get this podcast friendly? <laughs> I'll give you the censored version. Oh. Uh, we're renting a camper van. We're throwing yeah, the, you are. We're, throw, we're throwing the dog in the car. And oh, we're going yeah. On a road trip. Yes. Not a euphemism. <laughs> 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 we're going to drive up That's to... That's what uh, <laughs> Like you're really trying to force this. <laughs> I know what y'all are up to. We're going to Yosemite Valley, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and I bet you are. Everyone, okay, we're done. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Right down to Yosemite. Wow. Wow. That is after dark. That is true. We can get away with that stuff. It's a later, later time zone. Uh, <laughs> can you hear my dog barking? 6 yeah. 8 p.m. <laughs> it does feel like it's a lot later. It feels like, like it's mystery mittens up there in the spotlight. Like a can we tell people the time machine that we're in? Yes. Or that they're in that they may not know about? What? That why we're after dark? Oh, sure. Please. Okay. You're kind of in a time machine if you're listening because we have actually, get this. Oh. recorded already another podcast before this that will air next week crazy that and from why not podcast is on where we talk about the zine episode and you know why we had to do that because one of our faithful well our, the only person that gets anything done cat our <laughs> <laughs> faithful <laughs> leader she's Stop. going on cat and leah day cat right. and leah day and going down to yosemite <laughs> valley if you know what that means so we can't record next weekend because she's gonna be a busy in that Valley. It's literally a place that we're going. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> it in the RV and packing it up down to Yosemite. So but we're recording a- two this week. So we're in a time machine. So we already did one. Now we're doing the other one. But we will reference perhaps right, it might parts be of the other one. Yeah, it could be confusing. But it's a good but- tease because Anne did join us. Mm-hmm. Delightful as always. We love having her. So she was kind enough to cut. Kind enough to come on and, and give us some content. It was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did Dan. all the work. <laughs> she did. Wow, she really researched this. She doesn't mess around. She's very. No. She takes it very seriously. Uh, it was great. Can't wait for you guys to hear it next week. Next week, we could tease a thing that we already know that happened. Isn't that great? We don't have to pretend like we don't know if it's going to happen because we don't know if that... <laughs> celebrity person is going to show up or not really no because you might jinx it and they don't show up and then you feel stupid yeah yeah but, but we, we but we, we know do. this happened it's in the right. books yeah it's recorded it's good that's why it's really snap after dark because you know what ann said <laughs> when we started recording she said what are y'all drinking oh that's right goes, oh it's it's 3 30 p.m i don't know if i should drink anything she's like well i guess i'll have a little something and she's like are y'all gonna have something 
She literally said, I think y'all, and she said that she was becoming Texan. Yeah, exactly. Um, You're right. She at some point, it. she said y'all. It probably wasn't there. You're right. But then she she was like, are you guys going to get a drink? And then we we're all peer pressured, and we said, of course, Anne. <laughs> I mean, it didn't take much. It really didn't. We immediately shot out of our chair. <laughs> it was literally just a very innocent question that she asked <laughs> us, like, what are you drinking? And we were like, well, we, yeah, we shot up out of our chairs. And then she was by, by herself. Oh, and she said she was vamping, so I can't wait to go back and listen to what she said. While we were gone, should be good. Oh, that's right. Ooh. We all left her. <clears throat> we left her alone with mm. open microphone. Oh. We'll see. Well. Well, listen, you know uh, what we can do now? Why don't we, let's hold hands. Oh. Step to the very edge. Mm. We're going to jump in the mail sack. You ready? On the count of three. One. Two, three. Wee. Flash. <laughs> Want to swim around the mail sack? Uh, around the mail sack. <laughs> okay, I'm going first. It would help if I had the mail <laughs> pulled mm. up. Oh, here it is. Oh boy, is the point it. of my story that I completely <laughs> forgot was that oh. we are like three hours of drinking in now, so that's <laughs> why. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain it. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, Beck sent us an email. Beck says, hey, nerds. Hey, Beck. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. How you doing? Beck says, rabbit is a little bitch. My God, I love you guys. <laughs> he is a little bitch. <laughs> He's a little bitch. <laughs> get out of here, rabbit. Kang and Rue are awesome. You're the best. That's right. <laughs> she continues. <laughs> you guys have to open a bar. I want this so bad. I'd pack up and come visit in a uh, visit in a flash. We have no bars here either. It sucks. There is one bar in the city that isn't a queer bar, but it is very queer friendly. So that's where everyone goes. They often do awesome theme nights and stuff, and it's the go-to place after Pride. When I was younger, there was an awesome bar, though. The guy that owned it also owned another bar that my younger sister worked at. So sometimes she filled in shifts there. When she worked, I'd get free drinks. But she, wasn't, yeah. actually, <laughs> she wasn't actually allowed to do that. Hey, can so, you? This is Tara. Can you introduce me to your sister? <laughs> oh, hey. Is she single? Is your sister single? Does <laughs> she like Texans? Wait, what year was this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe hmm. we should get some more info. Uh, she wasn't actually allowed to do that, so I'd start the night with big notes, meaning cash, to pay for my drinks. Ooh. She just Whoa, Kat, you just threw that out like you freaking know big notes. You know, like you, big... Were ex- you were explaining it to us lay people See, that guys. didn't know what big notes meant. <laughs> See, what happens is when you get money, sometimes oh. you get big de- denominations, like $100, uh-huh. right? Those are big notes. That's what we Ooh. call big notes. Okay. And you're used to like ones and fives and quarters. <laughs> I'm used to the ones... Where I go, I just need a lot of ones. Why is that? Why do you need ones? <laughs> just, I don't know, cat. <laughs> don't shame me. I, I hope you're washing your hands. <laughs> no, I have to say that the one time I went once in my life, I've been to a strip joint. Just once? Once in my life, and I'll uh, never forget it. It was for sure. somebody's bachelor party that I went to. Okay. And I remember a girl on the stage doing the splits upside down. <laughs> sure. And I remember looking through her legs at the sp- <laughs> At the TV behind her thinking, oh, man, I just want to watch football. 
that's my memory thing. when i've been to that's strip clubs like, for people's oh, parties this, yeah i just that into it but you know I maybe i just went to the wrong one i don't maybe it just wasn't maybe <laughs> okay cat well live from the strip club that cat recommends <laughs> Do you bring your big notes? You bring your big notes there. Oh, big! The biggest. (laughs) Wow! Right into Yosemite Valley. (laughs) Let's get back to Beck. Beck says, "I'd start with the I'd start the night with the big notes to pay for my drinks, and she'd just split the notes down into smaller notes so it looked like I was getting change." Whoa! That's a whole operation. I love that. When in reality, she was just giving me back the same amount of money. It ruled. That's fun. That's a good night. Wow, I'm impressed. I am too. It's a Back nice little sister. Uh, All right. <laughs> nice little scam they had going. <laughs> my dream of having a Bobby Fett blaster has been crushed. I had not read ahead enough to see how much they, they actually cost. I can't justify that shit. Hopefully, I know someone who's flushed with cash that'll buy one I can play with. Tara, do you ever regret mentioning the wolves? I feel like you should. (laughs) (laughs) I did get a great idea, though. There needs to be a mashup of Day After Tomorrow and Grey's Anatomy. After a massive storm, all the zoo animals escape, and instead of the wolves getting on a random boat floating through the city, they end up roaming the halls of the hospital. Boom! Someone write this. There's kind of a, there, well, you know, if you put two Grey's Anatomy episodes together, then you totally have that. There's definitely some some um, snowed in episodes uh, hmm. where something terrible happens because there's, you know, because Day After Tomorrow is the one where it like the Statue of Liberty is like snowed and the ice cap. I don't remember. Yeah, that everything one. goes to hell. Yeah. Well, you could totally, oh yeah. It's on the table. <laughs> Were there any like zoo stories? Like the zoo animals descend on the hospital? <laughs> Oh boy, there was a lion that escaped. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's been animals. It's Seattle. <laughs> Shit happens. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I should start watching the show. <laughs> oh, Everyone <man>. should. <laughs> That's amazing. There was a did the lion kill anybody, Tara? Please tell the lion. Uh, you know, I, can, I cannot. I really can't remember. It makes me want to go back and watch. But I remember the lion looking really big. <clears throat> oh, but okay. but it was like a real lion, oh, but like God. clearly not in the streets of Seattle. <laughs> but it was something that was like, oh, there's a lion there. And everyone was seeing there's a lion. And everyone was like, am I crazy? Did I see a lion? But then it was like, no, this fucking lion escaped. Amazing. It's roaming. Okay. And it's fucking attacking people. Okay. <laughs> At uh, I don't know if it was still Seattle Grace at that point. I don't think it was Grace Loon. <clears throat> I don't remember if that was before or after the wolves, to be honest. <laughs> okay, well, can you get can you look into that, please? Um, I'll make a note. <laughs> Just gives me down. an excuse to rewatch Grace. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Beck continues, I'm very curious to see how close you got with ca- the car guessing. Yes. Jackie has not responded. We do not find out the car this week. Mm, I'm a little okay. upset. I thought for sure Jackie would. Maybe because we're recording oh. earlier than usual. Maybe she. Uh, but we'll have to wait. Okay, we'll see. Maybe. Tara playing, Tara playing safe and just <laughs> listing off every car you know <laughs> was a smart move. When my son and I are in a car park, we like to, to watch strangers and guess, guess which car belongs to them. Sometimes people really let me down, though, and own the wrong car, which is just rude. Mm. 
Love you guys. Beck. Beck, thank you so much as always. Yeah. That's a fun that's a fun game. Mm-hmm. I like that. Thanks, Beck. Thanks, Beck. Was that like a Sean Connery voice that you just did there, Wendy? Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> I think I caught that. Now I feel like we kind of sound the same. <laughs> well, for the world throwing this. But... Well, we were doing this. If you can uh... tell which one of us this is, we're just accent. I can't tell. <laughs> can you tell? But you're looking at us, so you have a head start. Oh. Should I close my eyes? Sure. Okay. Who is Lush Cat? What? Wendy. Damn it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, good. I'm, I'm good at this game. I'm telling you. Fine. Uh, <laughs> who's next? <laughs> uh, am I next? If you want yes. Next. Now I'm scrolling with my mouse. It's not working. There we go. I got one from AK. Woo-hoo. AK Woo-hoo. says, watch your nerds. Watch ya. That was a fantastic joint rant. Capital R trademarked. I like how they put it in there. I, I always the appreciate trademark. that. Yes. I love it. That was a fantastic joint rant about lesbian bars. You guys running a nerdy queer bar, that's a sterling idea. You need a massive round table for when your nights of snop-a-lot convene. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, I figure we're probably mostly introverts, so it'd be pretty quiet, but nonetheless. Oh, since you're currently revamping the merch department, how about a Knights of Snopalot shirt? I love it. We have to do that. You know, that we down. should just let all of our listeners, friends of Snop, be our brand managers because they have great ideas. Yeah. All right. AK continues. Tara interns to <laughs> wait. I got sorry. <laughs> I got excited because I saw Stump. And I went jumped at Tara intends to make a trip to see a tree stump. And then it AK has put an emoji. The palm to the head, palm to the face emoji. That tracks. <laughs> Is this as close to nature and history as you can manage in a way? Disturbing. Uh we talk more about the stump on um, next week's episode with Anne. We do. I did visit the stump indeed, and I took a lot of pictures. Yeah, those pictures are available. They're, They're available now <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram were, and Twitter. You were shamed into posting. I was shamed into them because I thought <laughs> Anne had one-upped us, and I thought, oh, no, I took those pictures six days ago, and I just haven't done it yet. So I'm going to do it now. That's how I get a lot done is when I'm shamed into it or like <laughs> someone <laughs> finally someone else does it. I'm like, fuck. This is good to know. Oh boy. It's my <laughs> love language. I guess. Shame. Speaking of tree stumps. <laughs> so speaking sad. of tree stumps. <laughs> Martina has me worried about the fate of a tree now. Does the tree survive in this horror movie she was talking about? Uh, we still need to watch that. Because it sounds very intriguing. Yeah. As for Neeks, Martina, and me living in the same area, the same area must be a relative term. We're all in England, sure, but it's about six, a six-hour drive from Cornwall to Yorkshire. That's a fairly substantial chunk of the country. By UK standards, that's a long drive. Now, let me tell you. I can tell you that it once took me almost six hours to get from... <laughs> 
Santa Clarita to Long Beach. No, that's an overstatement. But <laughs> that's funny that that is your entire country because to get from L.A. to San Francisco, which I've done many times, yeah, takes it's supposed to take six hours. But let's be honest with traffic. It takes about seven or eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's nothing. It really isn't. I know California is like the entire country of the, of, you know. It's very big, very long. England, and it's very long. <laughs> it's girthy, though. It's got a good it's girth. Got, we got some it's, girth. A, it's proportionate. I think so. Anyway, I can't, I can't Star Wars doing a mods pun. Brain explosion emoji. Uh, okay, this one. English Hov Vespa riding. H-O-V Vespa? Is that I what think, it is? H O V. Like, do they have an H O V lane? In they must. Okay. H O V Vespa riding mods chasing after a hover Cadillac. So funny. This show is deliciously bizarre. The lack of use or explanation of Fennec as a character is far so far is frustrating though. Just because Ming Na does the whole impassive badass sharpshooter thing every uh, bit as well as Sarah Shaw, he does this character was totally inspired by Shaw. That doesn't mean. <laughs> God, it's a long sentence, AK. My I goodness. Know. They're good at that. There's a lot to unpack now. <laughs> Let me do this sentence justice because I don't think it's actually a run-on sentence. It's just very well. Um, it's cra- it's a good, well-crafted. It's like a journey. Right. We're on a journey. Just because Ming-Na does the whole impassive badass sharpshooter sh- sharp thing every bit as well as Sarah Shahi does, quote, or no, parentheses, this character was totally inspired by Shaw, end quote, end, damn it, parentheses. The, I'm not helping this. Okay. <laughs> anyway, great. I think you're doing good. That doesn't mean she should be limited to single occasional lines and the odd fight scene. Bobby, <laughs> sick thing where you know it's wrong and you put the sick thing in there. Bobby Fett himself says she's the brains and muscle. Mm. So hopefully she'll see more use as things go on. We'll see. Fingers crossed emoji. Oh, sorry. Egypt is a dialect word based on the Irish pronunciation of idiot, but less harsh in a general use. <laughs> Egypt. Pretty hard. Egypt. Kind of like maybe goofball, I would guess. It's affectionate. Oh, it's nice. Cheers, kids. Sir A.K. Knight of Snapalot. <laughs> I feel like but should I try that? Should I try that sentence again? Uh, I think I think you nailed it. No, okay. If you say so, Wendy, what were you going to say? I was going to say <laughs> I, I do, I do prefer Sarah Shahi's impassive badass ah. or or uh, you know um, sociopathic badass sharpshooter. I do love Fennec, but you know, give me Shaw. Fair but enough. it is very yeah. similar. But I think. Phoenix just kind of low key. Shaw was definitely like, you know, she was a sociopath. I really like how Fennec leans. Mm-hmm. Just like everything. Yeah. I think she's really coolly like well, leaning against something. Would you like to hear a little story? Impassively, so, I guess. Yeah. I read that uh, Ming-Na was saying that when they first like the, the th- at the end of the Mandalorian, you know, where it kind of previewed the book of Boba Fett and he's sitting there on the throne and she's leaning back. She's got that blue thing. She's drinking said at first she was standing there kind of like, Hey, I'm his right hand woman or whatever. And just standing there almost like military, like, and I think it was Robert Rodriguez who told him like, Hey, y'all are bounty hunters. Y'all are kind of like 
not that formal and kind of laid back cool. So that's why she sat up on the thing, kind of leaning, sitting on the chairs, because it's more of a bounty hunter thing. Now, you're not like mm. very strict, straight and rigid. Mm-hmm. You're, you're bounty cool. hunter. You're assassin. Yeah. You're just kind of chilling. I just feel like whenever I see her, she's just like standing. Yeah. yeah. Kind of cool. Like, you know, can't be bothered. Like she's got her gun. Even when she has her gun, she's kind of like leaning on it. She's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I just got my gun. <laughs> Just a prop till I shoot your face off. That's right. Very much so. All right. Well, shall we move on to Hildy? Let's do it. Beautiful Norway. Mm. Hildy says, Wendy, I don't know if you decided on Station Eleven or Yellow Jackets or maybe both, but I had to get a, sh- a shout out to Station Eleven. I really liked the show and the cast was very good. But, you know, maybe an apocalyptic series where a lot of people are gone is not what you crave right now. (laughs) However, Station Eleven is not your everyday dystopia, just saying. Let me say this. Mm. I love dystopian depressing shows. Dude, I love The Leftovers. I mean, I'm fine with that. It's very. So, Kat, we were, you know, you were going to start watching it, but you haven't yet. Mm -mm. I'm three episodes in and the first two are very good. The third one I loved. Great. It was on a whole another level to me. It's very, Hmm. it's definitely set in a time where a flu-like illness has wiped out. (sighs) It's uh, it's like COVID accelerated. Yeah. Where it's this, hey, the world's ending, everybody's dying, barricade yourself in your home kind of thing or get out, whatever. So it's not, I can see why a lot of people might not want to watch it. I think they started it before all this happened because there's a scene in a theater with a lot of, like, an audience. And I think the, I, and I've just started listening to the podcast where the showrunner hmm. is talking about it. He said, we shot that before everything started happening because there's oh, all these wow. people there. You know, you didn't have to worry about crowds. So it's been in the works for a while. Mm-hmm. And, the, and then the book, it's on a, based on a book that came out years ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's very interesting it jumps around and i'm curious if you and leah do watch it what she thinks of the editing because one of the complaints i've read is there's a lot of different timelines going on and it jumps sometimes with no indication of where you are so sometimes Mm. it could be like that's annoying now i don't mind it i mean I, i you know i kept up with it fine um but it's like, which part is this? Has she been to this yet? She's okay. She's all the way. Oh, now she's thinking back to this. Now this is when she met this person. So there's a lot of little jumping around. Um, but yeah, so far I'm only three in. So I've seen sort of the beginning with. Well, it's kind of like it's it's it starts at the beginning when the the whole pandemic thing starts happening, and then like the next episode, you're 20 years in the future or whatnot, and you're seeing what what happened. But then oh, the wow. next episode, you kind of go wow. back to before everything starts happening and follow this character's journey. Yeah. And so I, and then there's a thing that happens at the end of that episode that I'm like, what is this supposed to mean? And none of the reviews <laughs> I've read have said, well, you know, they hadn't really said much about it. I'm like, do they not know? Do they not think it's really happening? I don't know what's going Interesting. on. So I'm locked in. In fact, after we record this, I'm probably going to go watch an episode tonight. See where it goes. Okay. So, um, is it yeah. done? Like, is it all out? Are all the episodes I think out? it's, yeah, they've had the finale. And I, I'm not sure how many episodes there are. At least eight, eight to ten. Okay. So I'm going to go through and look and um, I'll go through and, and finish it. But so far, three episodes in, it's my kind of show. This is the kind of show I like. Like, awesome. I I watched it. I made a mistake of watching the third episode before trying to go to sleep one night. Oh, no. And it was really good. So then I was all awake. I was like, that was really good. And then I'm like, 
well, I'll just drift off as I listen to the podcast. And then I listen to the whole podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, no, this is it's it's the kind of show I totally like. So I'm uh-huh. I'm in it, digging it. Awesome. Uh, right. Yellow Jackets, I don't have show time, so we'll see. I, a woman at work was watching that and she was saying, yeah, it's, you know, it'd be worth it if you want to watch it. So hmm. we'll see. So Hildy continues on a side note. You're all very <laughs> welcome to Norway, of course. Mm. I must confess that I live in the southwest part of our small country. We've only gotten the northern light a couple of times a year, but it is only a, sight a couple s- times. A year? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But it's a sight to see when Aurora makes her presence, and there's a picture, and it's gorgeous. I assume okay. you took uh, that, Hildy. And I have beautiful. to say, so it's like nothing I've seen before because you've seen pictures of the Northern Lights, but usually it's like over a very desolate, uh, you know, ice snow covered area with the Northern Lights mm. um, just there. But mm-hmm. this picture that Hildy has sent is there are um, roofs to houses. <laughs> it's just like she's just at. Like at the end outside of her, like right at the end of the cul de sac, exactly. And uh, there's just (laughs) no big deal. Some houses, uh, there's like a white van, maybe like a U haul van or something over there, and then you know, the northern lights. So it's pretty spectacular. It's gorgeous, Hildy. Gorgeous, yeah, not bad, not bad at all, Hildy. Um, and then, uh, as always, keep on nerding, and I will be listening. Love, Hildy. And Hildy also sent pictures from walking and listening. Love that. I mean, this is where you live? I'm honored. It's a, like a lake? It's beautiful, Hildy. I'm honored that sunrise, I assume, or set. I don't know. Looks like a sunrise to me. First it's of all, look at that hill stunning. she's walking up. Yeah, oh, no, it's impressive. Pushing a carriage. Yeah, that's that's an impressive looking hill. <laughs> Good for <Yeah>. you. <laughs> you can see the moon in one of these pictures, like Gorgeous. a crescent moon. Oh, so I nice. mean, I'm honored. It's so cool that someone's listening and walking. You know, that's know, awesome with us. So cool. That's amazing. Hmm. Oh Thank man. You, Thank, Thank you. you. I love that. I want to be there. I want to go to there. I want, want to, to go, go to there. <laughs> I want to go to there. I want to go to there. I want to go to there. Well, listen, guys, we have a mystery on our hands. A mystery? Dun, dun, dun. What do you mean? So- someone bought us 10 beers. What do you mean someone? Well, whenever someone buys us some beers, we get an email notification from this. Uh, the company we use is called Buy Me a Coffee, but we have mm-hmm. beers because that's what we like to drink. Mm-hmm. And it'll say, for instance, you know, I think, was it Martina? Martina has bought you however many beers. It's like, oh, this is so nice. Mm-hmm. So I got this notification. It says, someone bought you 10 beers. So it's an anonymous mm-hmm. beer buyer. Yeah. Um. Ten beers is a lot of beers. Yeah, it's a lot of beers. Thank you, someone, whoever Thank you, you s- are. <laughs> someone, if you want to come forward. Yeah, that's so generous do. and nice. Thank you. We'd love to give you a shout out. Can you imagine if that was ten coffees? We'd be fucked. Oh, man. <laughs> We'd drink all those coffees. We Wendy would- wouldn't do it. She hates coffee. <laughs> so like thank God it's beers. We would be wired and on the toilet for days. In fact, I think we've already drank those ten beers. Uh, <laughs> I think we <laughs> And help though. Who are <laughs> you, someone? Yeah, this is such a. I love a mystery, guys. Mm-hmm. This is, this mm-hmm. is fun. Uh, maybe they can send us some clues. <laughs> <gasps> oh, that would be fun. <laughs> so yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe we'll know. Maybe someday we'll solve the mystery. But thank you, mystery beer buyer. We appreciate you. Thank <laughs> you, someone. 
Thank you, someone. <laughs> someone, you're great. All right. Uh, what do you guys think? You want to talk about some nerd news? Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> we got, wait, are we going to take a trip for this one? Technically, kind of, sort of. The first one? Let's take a trip to Purgatory. Hey! She Nerds Out presents Live from Purgatory. <laughs> it's been a while. We haven't been here in a minute. It looks good. It looks good. They've been keeping it up. Feels Someone, good. Someone's been keeping, you know, keeping the yard in shape. Mm. Well, even though we're not technically talking about Purgatory or the people in it, we are talking about someone who is uh, in our hearts and minds uh, the A star resident. of Purgatory. <laughs> She's the mayor. She's in charge. Um, we have some more promo information or promo material for Melanie Scrifano's Hallmark movie. Welcome to Mamas. And uh, there's some photos you can find on the Twitter. There's an article on TV show TV show ace.com. One of my favorites. This, this, oh yeah, I, go, <laughs> I, go, I go there for all my news. Uh, it comes out. Welcome to Mamas will be on Hallmark, the Hallmark Channel on February 26th. It's a Saturday. Mark your calendars. Wait, wait. I want to read the title of this article. Please. Hallmark's Welcome to Mamas brings romance to love you So it's like they're love you. February is love you I think that's what they're going for, Kat. It's very, very See clever. See what they did there. Very clever. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, so this movie stars Melody Scrifano and Daniel DiTomaso and Lorraine Bracco's in this. Surprise, Lorraine Bracco, everybody. No, okay. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know who Lorraine Bracco what? is? Come on, Come I don't on know. know. Who is she's it? In Soprano. She's she's Tony Soprano. I didn't watch Goodfellas. Wasn't she Goodfellas? She's in Goodfellas. Yes, she's a very well-known character actress. I haven't actress. seen and either. And of now those. she's on the Hallmark Channel, and that's great. Hmm. We think that's awesome. Uh, but look how cute Melanie is. Yeah, she looks really cute there. She looks super cute. Um, you know, I feel like we're, we know the the plot of the movie already, and that's okay. <laughs> we, we're not, I want to you know, see what Melanie brings to it. I want to see if Hallmark allowed her to bring what we all know she can bring. Totally. A little something, something, because I sure as hell hope that they put her in this because she's got that little something, something. Yeah, a little, she's got a little, that's it. And I am too, I mean, that's what I'm most excited to see is how, what this character is is like. If they just, you know, just dilute her into a boring Hallmark (laughs) nothingness, then that will be very disappointing. But I hope that's not what they're going for. Somebody has to know her there at Hallmark, right? Well, that's, again, I think someone is an erper over there. Right. Do I think that she's going to be like, ah, oh, you a bunch of shit tickets, uh, eh, giving the finger to everybody like why no not? I don't no. think that will be. I don't need that. No, I no mean, dick jokes? No dick jokes. No dick jokes, but Come on. You know, give her something. Let her shine. <laughs> I think, I hope she brings a little of the scrofano. Dick jokes? Oh, no. Yeah. But- <laughs> How can she not, though? You know, like she's she's so... 
her personality, I think, just kind of comes out. You know what I mean? And and I feel like uh, I think Emily Andrus even said that Winona and Melanie are very close. The the the, the line between these two people is blurred at mo- at times. So I yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see how she handles this character, and hopefully they do give her a little bit of an edgy slant. But we'll see. I feel like I, I'd be curious to see if like even if they didn't intentionally do it, like she mm-hmm. would just bring it herself. Well, that's know? what I'm saying, that they would she let can't. her yeah. do that, you so know, she can't help herself, you know, right, because it would be so great to have a Hallmark movie like that. Right. Yeah, I'm excited to see this. So we'll talk about it. We'll watch it. We'll talk about it mm-hmm. in love you, Ari. That's right. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say because, that. Oh boy. Because <laughs> just the month of Valentine's Day wasn't enough. <laughs> you just need a whole uh, month. <clears throat> love you, Ari. Love it. Well, speaking of love, mm. there's a movie that's coming out at some point. Now, when I saw this headline, it said Tig Nataro and Dakota Johnson are making that quote lesbian falls for her best friend rom com that you've been waiting for. And I thought, Tig Nataro and Dakota Johnson. But then if you read further, mm. it, it's called Am I Okay? And <laughs> it stars Dakota Johnson and Sonoya Mizuno from Maniac and Devs, which I did see her in Devs. Mm. D-E-V-S, not D-E-B, not Debs. No, different. <laughs> yes. Uh, as best friends yeah. whose relationship faces a series of challenges when one of them decides to move to London, just London as, town, London, London town, town. Just as London. the other confesses her love. Oh boy! Oh boy! Shit. Also, co-stars way to make June, it awkward. Yeah, right. Yeah. June Diane Lesbo. Raphael, queer actor. <laughs> I'm speaking. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Sean Hayes and Kiersey Clemens and co-director Nataro in a small oh. role. So mm-hmm. she's doing more behind the scenes on this. Yes. Mm. She's not yeah, that, actually. That headline's a little misleading. Yeah, that's yeah. I thought it, she was the the love interest, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she's, but I remember Sonoya Mizuno. I feel like she was good, and um, she's Japanese British. Uh, she had an interesting look. Like she was, I feel like I don't remember a whole lot in Devs. I I was thinking the other day, like, wow, what was the like? It was, I think her boyfriend was i don't know it was like crazy story but i liked it but she was good i feel like she was a low-key character kind of like okay she she don't know much about her personality you know as much as the character i mean the character the show itself like it was such a kind it was my kind of like kind of moody show kind of thing so it wasn't like she wasn't playing like a fun Mm. Fun to rom com, I'll tell you. Right, this. right. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <don't like it. laughs> um, so, but she was good. I remember she was good. I just don't remember. She was very, you know, it wasn't like a flamboyant kind of mm-hmm. uh, like a rom com type of character. So right. I'd be curious to see. Like she had really, really short hair, very serious character. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And this article goes on to say, "This is Tara." Um, as for the resolution of the will they, won't they trope, we're just going to assume that lesbian love wins the day. I'm sorry. When are we starting to assume that? And (laughs) any will they, won't they straight girl, not, uh, straight girl 
romance. Yeah. That's very, uh, that's a bold, that's a hot take. That's like, <laughs> hot take. Hot take. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm quite there yet. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it'll be interesting. I feel like there's room for a lot more of these types of movies. Like, let's, where's this flood of like queer rom coms? We've had a couple. But we need you more. know where I'm getting, where I think they're getting this from? <laughs> no. A little fanfic story I like to call under the oh. snowman sheets, or under yeah. your snowman sheets, some snowman sheets. I think it's yours. Where yeah. Waverly and Nicole are friends. They are. They're best, best friends. All through life. All through life. Yeah, little kids grew up together. Yep. <laughs> then things change. Mm-hmm. Go read it. It's on archive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's all I'm saying. Hey guys, I don't, don't know. know if you heard, don't know if you heard of this thing called fan fiction, but uh, if you ha- if you haven't, it is a, it's probably one of the best. I mean, people are buying snowman sheets. Mm. And Hicks Bleeker has sheets now that she podcasts under. It's like mm. it's the, the the ceiling of her podcasting booth. So yeah, mm. it's it's sweeping the fandom. It's a it's a great great piss piss sweeping us piece. right under the snowman sheets. Yeah, I love that. Mm. <laughs> So we'll see if they get their happy ending. Yeah. I mean, you know, love a happy ending. I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. I don't think anyone's going to die. But Probably I, not. Uh, I think I it's mean, a stretch. They're really going to have to set this up. They don't have eight chapters like under your snowman sheets to right. set up why maybe the straight girl wouldn't be so straight for this person. But like, when's the last rom-com you saw that they didn't end up together? It's gay or otherwise. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of... But there could be a twist where there's just, like, someone else out there waiting in the wings, you know? Maybe. Although kissing Jessica Stein, didn't... Wendy didn't... Right, they, they didn't end, end up, up together. together. No. She, I think, ended go. up with someone else, but the main two didn't end up together. Interesting. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't like it for that reason, but I right. was fine with it. Hmm. Well, of all the, the major motion pictures that you're going to make with major motion picture stars... I sure as hell would hope that if they're going to do the trope of, I made a rhyme there, um, good. <laughs> of the straight, you know, lesbian falling in love with the straight girlfriend, that right. they would end up together. Because, I, I mean, that would just be, I hope they have a plan. That's all I'm saying. I hope I they have a plan of why this is going to work. It's Otherwise, it, it's going to be pretty annoying. No, I think, I, I, I have faith. I have faith in Tig. Yeah, me too. Tig, I, I like we Tig. Trust. Yeah. Tig. We'll see. Does it say when this is coming out? <laughs> Not at all. No. No information. Sundance. When is Sundance? I don't know. I mean, so they've already made it, right? I when guess is- so. It's just going to Sundance. Uh, it's this it's- week. It's going on now. What? Sundance is happening now. The film festival. How do is- you know? I just Googled it. <laughs> right now? That was impressive. Well, I didn't even this- see you typing. <laughs> Because I started putting it Sundance Film Festival, and Google knew what I was looking for, and it said, oh, Sundance Film Festival, January okay. 20th, 30th, 2022. Okay. Wow. As we speak. Well, uh, hopefully Amazon or somebody will, I guess that's what happens at Sundance. They buy things, and then they put them, they distribute things. Exactly. You know? Let's, okay. Well, then let, this, is a, this is a fluid situation. Mm-hmm. And we'll uh, we'll keep an eye out and see who picks it up, and hopefully we can all watch. If we it need together. to watch that crazy tree movie. 
<laughs> where we don't know if the tree lives or dies and there's lesbians. Yeah. Um, and in this one, too. People want to know about that tree. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep an eye out. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Fine. Tara, do you want to talk about a brand new ship happening? Yes. Okay. You're going to bring me back to <laughs> well, there's no where I was supposed to start and then I didn't. <laughs> Thanks for bringing up all my insecurities. <laughs> oh, come on. Cut it out. Scrolling. I'm cutting it out. Kat, you're amazing. <laughs> She's amazing. You don't even know. You people, everybody out there listening, you don't know. I'm cutting all of this out. <laughs> In silence. <laughs> All right. Have you heard of hashtag Wildmore? Not no. since before you told us. That's because you people Whoa. have not <laughs> caught up on Batwoman. Yeah. Now, I saw this coming. Oh, okay. For a while. And I guess it's a bigger thing than I even knew it was that Sophie and Ryan. <laughs> They want it to be canon. They want them to get together, even though it's kind of like, well, oh, okay, the new Batwoman right. replaces Kate Kane that was already with Sophie. Oh, now they're going to be together. Right. Yeah, kind of weird. Like, it's kind of weird. Um, but then when you see them together, it kind of works. Hmm. And I'm not ca- completely caught up yet. I only saw this trending, um, but I am a little bit behind. And hmm. But I was very excited to see this because even – Though I didn't even know how much it was, uh, you know, uh, wanted in the fandom. Mm. I didn't understand the real, uh, you know, drive for this to happen, for it to Mm -hmm. become canon, as they say. Um, There had definitely been some hints dropped, uh, more, way more than hints, as far as not even like of outward flirtation, but just some very nice moments that felt very organic between Sophie and Ryan. And not, not in a way at all that I expected or that felt forced at all um, in like a weird way. Like we're going to have Sophie just has like a thing for Batwoman. She's just going to fall in love with every Batwoman that comes along. <laughs> it's the suit. <laughs> right. It just, it just happened naturally. And it's now kind of like this, like enemies to lovers, like I'll never trust a crow kind of thing. Got it. But it's, it's working there. You know, hmm. it doesn't feel forced at all. And they have had some really nice moments. Um, so, this last week on last week's episode. So I see Wildmore trending. Um, so finally, there is a kiss of sorts. Okay. So shit hits a fan, Ryan and gay panic, but also just bad. <laughs> she's just freaking out. She's rambling, much like I do. You know, she's like, Whoa, I can't believe this happened. Somebody's kicking all our asses. You know, I shit's nothing's working right now. And so in order to basically shut her up and get her out of her head, Sophie kisses her. Okay. And says, "Nice. maybe now you'll get out of your head. And then Ryan's like, well, okay. <laughs> That'll work. Um, huh. So it's not like it was an overt, like, I have feelings for you. Oh, I have feelings for you, too. If you could see my hand motions are clearly. Yes, there's you know, two of them and they're. Right, not right. This not together. No, they're like this. They're just like they're not like clearly staying feelings, but there's something there. Okay, clearly. Okay. Okay. 
I mean, again, just like when Gabrielle and Zena just like cuddle and like almost kiss each other on the mouth all the time. Like right. what? How often have you to your platonic friend sh- just told them to shut up by kissing them on the mouth in a very sexy way? Like Not recently many. or like, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Cat <laughs> recently. I've uh, like Wendy. I've never done that. No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not something that I regularly do. <laughs> I'm like at work at the hospital and I'm like, Hey, you're talking too much. You know, what's going to get you out of your head. <laughs> Let me kiss you. Hold on. I'm just going to kiss you. <laughs> and it's going to mean absolutely nothing. In the right, don't read into this. this. Don't read into it. So I feel like they have a plan. Like this might be going somewhere. And to be honest, it feels it. I like it. I mean, I love it. I think a lot of people love it, obviously. Yeah. Um, But I like that they threw it in there. It's like a little, you know, it's not the full intense, you know, we don't need that. That's fine. But like Sophie's like, get over yourself. Like, come on, get your shit together. And I'm going to fucking kiss you. (laughs) I mean, so clearly she wanted, I mean, you don't, you could, she could have done anything else. She could have like, she could have slapped her, her across the face. Yeah. Well, hey, 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 what are you doing? Or like a little pat on right. the butt or something. Like, hey, right. hey, hey. I like mean, a I, hug. Like, you know what? I Let's hug. That's exactly. That's like a friend thing to do, right? Totally. Like, oh, come here. I'll I can't think of a time <laughs> where I just thought, I totally don't have feelings for this person. No. I just feel like it's an appropriate time to kiss them to shut right. them up. <laughs> right. That's as you do. Never. And again, don't read into this because I definitely right. don't have feelings for you. Right. Don't get the wrong idea. <laughs> don't get the wrong <laughs> idea by me This is you. just what I do for everyone that I want to get out of their heads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I guess it works. It seems effective. Well, it worked. Maybe it did work this in this situation. Something. You but be doing. people are very excited that now it's can't, that, you know, because just it would be like, I mean, can you imagine like if Zena and Gabrielle, like, you know, it's you kind of see the flirtation. But then in season three, Gabrielle decides to shut Zena up by kissing her on the mouth in a sexy way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could definitely see that. Or just give her a drink of water. <laughs> oh, right. The mouth. Yeah. Well, there was no water involved here. There was no, um, I have to save your life by drinking something, or I have to beat on your chest and then kiss you, or you're in another man's body and I'm going to kiss you now because you're a man. Right. It's none of that. Really? You sure? I was, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. It was just like, hey, you're having a freak out moment. Let's kiss it out. We're buds. <laughs> so what I do when my bud is having a freak out moment when I'm totally not attracted to them whatsoever. <laughs> you know what? I grab him by the face. I fucking kiss him. Oh dear! <laughs> and, I, and then I say, "I hope now you'll get out of your head. <laughs> now you're totally not overthinking things." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you're clear-headed. Don't get the wrong idea. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, good for <laughs> good for Wildmore. So that's the, is that the ship now? The the ship tag. It is Wildmore. <clears throat> it's a, a good, good name. It, it is. is. It's like, yeah, I like it's it. Good. It's strong. So we'll it's see where that goes. All right. Will you monitor that situation? I'll monitor this situation. <laughs> you know okay. what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it at work. 
Okay. I'm going to see how it goes. What do you guys oh, no, think? No, 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 no. No, Tara, no, no, no. Should I, I try it? No. There's a lot of sassy people at the I... hospital that I work at. You know, like Grey's Anatomy. Well, yeah. that's a total Grey's I mean, Anatomy that happens thing. all the time. Grey's that's, Anatomy. How, that's what they do on Grey's Anatomy. Okay. But also. You know um, what? I'm going to try it. I'm just going to no, go for I, it. Do you like where you work? Are you enjoying the new job? <laughs> I do like Don't work. try it. No. Not, I don't think all so. All right. And and I'm going to. Wait a couple. I'll trust your judgment, Cat, but <laughs> I feel a- like you're super boring. <laughs> well, that's true. You should wait at least a couple more months. Let people get to know you a little bit better. All right. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I know you're so disappointed. Speaking of <laughs> kissing okay, people, you anyone shouldn't. out there, please, anyone <laughs> out there, if you have ever told your platonic friend that you have absolutely zero f- feelings for, <laughs> if they've been just rambling because they're so much shit is hitting the fan yeah and that you have by then kissed them on the mouth to shut them up we would love to hear with that story. absolutely no feelings please contact us yeah send us an email we'd love to hear every little detail especially that. if you've done it at work because technically they're kind of working also yeah they're oh, they're at work mm-hmm. yeah speaking of being a weirdo at work mm. you like that transition story of my life mm-hmm. it's pretty good <laughs> So uh, last week, right before our episode last week dropped, basically, this always happens, but it's fine. Um, a interview on Vulture.com came out. It's called The Undoing of Joss Whedon. It's by Lila Shapiro. And it is a, it is a fascinating article. And, you know, when you hear, oh, Joss Whedon, there's an interview and he talks about a lot of the stuff that he's accused of. You would, you would imagine this is his opportunity to say, I'm sorry for everyone I've hurt. I'm working on myself. And I'm, I promise to do better. It would be like guy, the opposite guy, of when you're trying to tell someone to get out of their head and you kiss them on the mouth. Yeah, exactly. This would be like the complete opposite, opposite of that. Yeah. So he doesn't do any of that. He doubled down, guys. Mm. he Mm -hmm. (laughs) this man is delusional Mm. he's uh he's probably a sociopath he's definitely an egotistical narcissist so there's some really interesting quotes in here the article is interesting it is long as Tara pointed out off mic it's very long but it it sets the stage uh it's this is several interviews that this uh, that Lila and Joss uh, that she conducted with him, and it's really fascinating. He gets into a lot of his earlier life and kind of deconstructing. She's deconstructing the myth of Joss Whedon, I think. Like you know, uh, because you know, he was touted as like this feminist revolutionary TV writer, and he changed. He did. He changed the way that. A lot of uh, TV was written at the time. So he did make, he did, he has this lasting mark. But when you get into his personality and his excuses, basically just excuse after excuse of how everything isn't his fault and really he's the victim here, he's just, he's, he's just, he's too much. He needs to, he needs to go away. He needs to, 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 to hide out and and really think about what he's done. (laughs) Go to the corner, Uh. Joss Whedon. Um, here's a couple quotes. This is uh, talking about back in the old Buffy days. He says, I was young. I yelled 
And sometimes you had to yell. Oh, my God. This was Sorry. a very young cast, and it was it was easy for everything to turn into a cocktail party. You don't ever have to yell. You don't have to yell. You never have to yell. This is not something that, unfortunately, it happens all the time, but it, it it's not acceptable. You, you, you don't have to yell, Joss. You know what? He, he was, I'm not going to say okay. I'm going to say it wasn't completely off the rails until he got past... Yes, I yelled. I was young. <laughs> right. right. Then you could go into a very humble apology and, mis- you know, you could go a lot of different ways than the way he went after that. Right. I was young and stupid. I yep. was inexperienced and scared. And I didn't, yeah. you know what I mean? You're right. Tara. They are absolutely right. That I'm, I'm so sorry for the way that I made them, that I, that I acted and the way that yeah. I made them feel. And, you know, the, they're, I completely validate their feelings, and it, you know I have. I, I mean, my God, I'd even say I've learned a lot since then. My God, man, just <laughs> own it. Anything else but what you said. And then, so you know, Charisma Carpenter, uh, she came out last year, and she basically said that when he found out that she was pregnant, he said she was fat. Are you going to keep it? He said some horrible things to her. So, in in reaction to those comments, he says. I was not mannerly. Mannerly. Most Boy. of my experiences with charisma were delightful and charming. She struggled sometimes with her lines, but nobody could hit a punchline harder than her. So basically, when he's saying my ex- most of my experiences with charisma were delightful and charming, he he was he feels like I'm I was delightful. I'm you know he he really does think uh, he uh. thinks a lot of himself. He really does. Well, I think in one of the quotes too, what didn't he say? Like, you know, I wasn't mannerly. It basically, he just said, well, I never called her fat. Right. Well, I was right. He's like, but I would never call a woman fat. <laughs> yeah. He said he never called her fat. That was his thing. Well, I didn't do that. I mean, he, I'm sure he did. You know, that was oh. his one thing to hang his hat on. So then oh, when, when talking about all the, so apparently it was very well known on set that he was having affairs with some of the actor, uh, actresses from the cast. So when asked about that, he said, uh, I feel fucking terrible about them uh, because it messes up the power dynamic. He quickly added that he he felt he had to sleep with them. Oh, boy. That, that he was powerless to resist. I laughed. I'm not, <laughs> and she thought he was joking, and he said, I'm not, I'm not actually joking. Uh, he mm. said he feared if he, if he didn't have sex with them, he would re- always regret it because oh. he basically, he never... He feels like these are the kind of women that always rejected him when he was younger. So he had, guys, he had to sleep with them. He had to have affairs uh, while being married because he would regret it, oh you guys. My God. Yeah. Didn't want to miss that opportunity. One of my, one of my favorites fault. is when it looks like um, one of the writers said that he was like making out with one of the actresses on the floor <laughs> while she was like trying to work. <laughs> And, uh, you know, and, and I guess he heard about this. And so this interviewer said, had he made out with an actress on the floor of someone's office? And then Josh responds, quote, that seems false. I don't understand that story even a little bit. <laughs> he it removed does. his glasses and rubbed his face. I should run to the loo. <laughs> what? <laughs> that seems false. Um, sir, if you didn't do that. I think you would have a much different reaction. 
That doesn't seem like something I would do. <laughs> it's a non-answer. But right. eh, I was young. <laughs> I had to. I had yeah, it does to. say, like, I don't think I would have done it because it made it sound like he was trying to keep his affairs quiet. And so right. why, why flaunt them? <laughs> That's even more terrible. I would, <laughs> You know what? That seems false because when I was having all those affairs... Uh, shifting the power dynamic between me and all these young actresses. Taking advantage I of I was power, trying yeah. to keep it quiet. Why on earth <laughs> would I make out with someone's <laughs> office? That just doesn't seem like something I would do. I keep it behind closed doors. <sighs> it just doesn't seem like something I would do in that area. I would do it somewhere else. <laughs> right. And I like the, the, it messes up the power dynamic, which I'm guessing how I interpret that is like, I have the power, but once you start sleeping with somebody like an, a, an actress on the set, then they kind of have the power because right. he's married mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's kind of got that holding it over your head to where she kind of has the power now in, in what's you know, on you. What can he do to her? Because she's just going to tell everybody they're having an affair. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's, and that's his regret. You know, that's the reason he doesn't. <laughs> Well, then it takes my power away if I sleep with him, but I couldn't help it. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then talking about Gal Gadot and how she she supported uh, Ray. Is it Ray Fisher? Is that his mm-hmm. name? Uh, when Ray came out and made accusations against Joss and she Gal threw in some incidents that she had. <laughs> so Whedon says... English is not her first language. Oh, good God. <laughs> that was ridiculous. I, I tend to be annoyingly flowery in my speech. So basically, she misunderstood. She's not oh my her first God. language, so she didn't understand what I'm saying. And then, of course, uh, Gal uh, responded saying, I understood perfectly. This man is a monster. <laughs> He's a monster. He's a gaslighting, power-hungry, egotistical monster. English is not her first language. He abused his power on that Buffy set. When he he was surrounded by young actors and actresses, he took advantage of those people. And it's, it's really, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. He's, he's, uh, and he's not owning up to any of it. No. No. And the first half of the article is talking about his trauma from like childhood and all this shit, but not at any point does he say, that that's it's not that's not an excuse like these things happen he's almost admitting that like certain things caused him to do all these horrible things oh yeah but he's not saying like i never should have done them i'm this terrible i'm seeking help i take full responsibility this might be why but this is not an excuse i you know it's just like he just takes pleasure in talking about these excuses that he's yeah. now in his mind justify all of these things that he's done. Yeah. So now the question is, um, you know, because uh, Terry, you're a big Buffy fan and Firefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I as well, I'm a big Buffy fan. It's, it's this now because, Col- um, because guys like this asshole are not, are being called out a lot more than they used to be. Right. Mm-hmm. because of a, a society has finally decided that it's not okay to protect these guys. So this is happening a lot where someone whose work you love and respect turns out to be a monster and does not ally with, with your beliefs and your, you know, morals. So then how do we now, how do we feel about 
all the work that he has done and Buffy and you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's, it's, it's something that we have to, to deal with almost on a daily basis when we keep finding out about people that we used to respect. And it's it sucks. It sucks that we have to have these conversations. Yeah. Well, as I sit here, this is Tara, uh, in my house, and I'm looking right behind my computer screen that I read all our rundowns off of, uh, is a giant Serenity poster right. uh, with all the autographs of the cast and then a separate summer glow autograph because I couldn't get her on the poster and then also separate <laughs> to uh, Nathan Fillion because uh, also I couldn't get the, the I didn't have the poster there when he was there but it's kind of cool it all works together but then it says from writer director Joss Whedon right um, I yeah it's hard to separate them and also you know just I mean just recently the uh, the Nevers I know, you know? Right? We love that show. I love that show. So and good. I'm just, I don't know. At this point, especially with Serenity, Firefly, or Buffy, just trying to s- separate the performances of all those actors and actresses. Right. Even though they, you know, they told their stories and, you know, what happened and just trying to separate their performances from and their interpretations of whatever he provided right separate from him which is hard because you know he i i think he is a genius i think he's very intelligent obviously he's intelligent he's fucking manipulative and mm-hmm. and you know he uses his intelligence against people but very good writer he's a great writer and that that's i think he's the reason the buffy was so great like mm-hmm. he's he you know, yeah, the the performances are great. I love the cast. Lots of other supportive, uh, you know, writers in, in support of him. But it's not it's not the same show without his voice. His voice is all over that show. You know, yeah. what I mean? so it is difficult to separate him from that show. But um, I think it's like you know, it's like with Michael Jackson. It's this incredible yeah. catalog of music. Yeah, and. Now I feel weird when I, I you know, if I, I'm like kind of bopping along, I'm like, oh, that's a Michael Jackson song. Oh, <laughs> it's so <laughs> hard. But I love yeah. his music. It's, it's so complicated. And obviously, you know, everybody has their own way of dealing with it. And it, it's, it's a very personal thing. But I will always love Buffy. I, I, I don't have any problems going back and watching old Buffy's. I just, it's its good that we know the truth about this guy, and hopefully he can't do this to other people. He can't treat mistreat other people in this sort of work environment, and even his personal life. Some of his, they talked to some of his ex-girlfriends, and he's just, he's just, he's, he's a monster. He's hes not a good guy. And I'm, I, I mean, and as much as I love all of his projects, I and used to, in the same way, I mean, all these articles talk about how, Everyone, he was just the the nerd idol. You know, he mm-hmm. was just oh, yeah. that guy that you wanted to be around and that, like, oh, and, and you know, empowering women and giving them all these voices, you know. Mm-hmm. And I remember twice at Comic-Con, and this was like 2011 and then subsequently 2012. I think it was like back-to-back years. I just ran into him oh. walk, walking around on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I got mm-hmm. pictures with them both times. And I was like, hey, can, you know, would you mind? I, I, you know, I was like, I'm a big fan, you know. And he was like, oh, yeah, sure. 
And so I have like these selfies of me and Joss and then also um, Giles for, for the nice. first one. Yeah. Anthony Head. And uh, because I literally was like, it's Giles. And he's like, oh, my <laughs> name's actually Anthony. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he was with Joss walking around, you know, so uh, and even that was like, oh, my God. I just remember having this sense. So such a sense of pride with Joss Whedon and just. Yeah. He was his own separate thing outside of Buffy and Serenity, you know, and Firefly. And oh, totally. He was like one of, in, in the article, they even say he was one of the first showrunners that people knew. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. don't know the name of the showrunners. You know, it's it, that became a thing because of him. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad this all came out, you know, because I definitely think, I mean, I was under this false impression and I'm glad that everyone came out and said, you know, what their experiences really were. And I mean, it's just how things change, you know, I just mm-hmm. never forget how, I mean, I just, Joss Whedon, I just thought he was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Did you know that's really a thing that sliced bread was like not a thing. And then it was, <laughs> and it was the greatest thing ever. Blue like it really happened. Minds. It really happened. Sliced freaking bread. <laughs> Uh, like you didn't have to slice it yourself anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you thought like, oh, Joss Whedon, just think of all the, the amazing things he's going to do. All the, just all these stories he's going to tell. I know. Man, it's just like, oh, shit, you're just a fucking douchebag. You're, you're just like an, a- you're an asshole, man. Come on. If, if he could just own it, if you mm-hmm. could own up right. to it, at least start the process of becoming a better person. And then it's like, okay, in a couple of years, you know, he's 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 trying to change. He's trying to be a better guy. He's doing, you know, he's doing work on himself. Maybe he's even be like, to- you know, I thought I was this ally, and mm-hmm. I maybe I got too close, and I thought that that my words wouldn't, you know, went, that I was on a different level with these women because of the story, you know, and I misinterpreted that, and I hurt them, and I'm so sorry for that, and I. I can under I understand that now, and I, I be my God, anything. Yeah, give us some sort of nutrition, man. Just say to basically, like you said, gaslight them and say, "Oh well, that seems false." (laughs) (laughs) What the dumbest thing? Mean? Doesn't that seems false? Uh, If someone accused me of making out and rolling on the floor (laughs) while in the room while someone's trying to work. It's so weird. And it was false. You'd think I would sit there and be like, mm, that seems false. <laughs> I would be like, whoa, that is so. I would never do that. Never That's- do that. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. If that is- oh, I would be horrified. I would be horrified yeah. by the accusation if someone said that to me. And I would. I would certainly not sit there rubbing my face being like, that seems false. So I, I'm just disappointed, you know? Oh, it's it's completely disappointing. I'm going to say is... that, yes, I am angry. I'm, it's not one of those things like, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. No, I'm mad and I'm disappointed. And I'm disappointed. <laughs> like, come on. Um, <clears throat> uh, towards the end of the article. Uh, Was there an end? I didn't get to it. <laughs> it did end. <laughs> so fucking long. Pages and pages later. The interviewer asks, uh, uh, no, sorry. He asks himself, could I have been, could I have done marriage better? Don't get me started. Could I have been a better showrunner? 
absolutely. Should I have been nicer? And then he thinks about it for a second. He says, the, maybe the problem was that he'd been too nice, he said. Oh, God. <laughs> he goes on to explain what the fuck that means. And then he says, this is the last line of the article, I think I'm one of the nicer showrunners that's ever been. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think there are enough people who seem to have because you look at a bunch of the actors that worked with him on right. a variety of projects and they loved him. Yeah. You know, he had the, they even refer to the Shakespeare readings in his backyard. They there's bus parties on the way to film premieres. There's, you know, the, you haven't really heard any of the people from Serenity Firefly say anything one way or the other that I recall. Um, Alan, Alan did, he, did Alan Tudyk say he something? Was, he came to his defense when all this first came out. Oh, he came oh, really? to jail. Yes, really? I, I feel I like saw anything there's, like there's, um, yeah, there's a lot of people I think who had fantastic work experiences with him. Yeah. But then, you know, and he, I think he kind of was up like, there's, you hear the story of a, even a female writer. He like intentionally ripped her apart, like what her mm. writing was and made her like cry. Half an like, hour. Yeah. I mean, I think they said 90 cool. minutes. Was it 90 he minutes? He had a slick sideshow. Wow. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, it's ridiculously cruel things like that that are just, you know, the affairs. I feel like, yeah, the affairs are stupid. I'm sure it's not like he's in the minority in Hollywood having no, affairs. Not at all. Not at all. That's a thing. You know, the cruelty, the, you know, and how he exploited, you know, almost like what took, of course, there's affairs in his position taking advantage of some people who are probably swept up by his power. Yeah, his, uh, his uh, fame, his ability to whatever, but um, yeah, a lot of people probably not never saw anything. I think even Giles said like I didn't know any of this was going on, mm -hmm. you know. So, but there I are believe you know, like you, yeah, like these people might not have ever seen that yeah. side. So, but I it I was obviously there, and it's still there because it's you know when you're threatening Gal Gadot. And then when she says it, you're like, oh, well, language, like English is in her first language. That's the most ridiculous you. thing well, I've ever heard. So and I will I will say in, in sort of along that comment, Wendy, is that I worked on a show for two seasons mm -hmm. called All Rise. And if you want to Google that, uh, there was a controversy. Our showrunner was accused and eventually fired for the way he ran the writer's room and the way he was abusing his power in that room, we had no fucking idea. Yeah. We had no, he was, an, he was, a, whenever we saw him, he was a super nice guy. Yeah. Very nice, happy guy to be around. And then all this comes out and we had no fucking idea. And we felt terrible. Like Leah and I both worked on that show together. We felt terrible because we thought it was one guy who we, we thought we knew him. Mm -hmm. And obviously in that room, he was a very different guy. So you don't know. You don't know unless you're you're in it and you're you know right. In, uh, or unless someone like confides in you to you how and how they exactly. were treated, or if you witnessed it, or you know, because I can see a lot of people that may have worked on the shows or worked with him or whatever whatever capacity, and they're all this is coming out, and maybe little things that they heard him say or little thing like because everybody can have their good and bad days. So if you're seeing ninety percent good, you see a little bit here and there, you're like. Well, that was rude, but you know, yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. My friend shouldn't have been that rude, or this guy shouldn't, have, whatever. The showrunner, and so, but then all this comes out, and you start maybe rethinking some of the things you've seen and heard, or comments, or you know, because it's a lot it's of a bad pattern. people can keep a lot of it secret, and then if if it's just things that aren't known, and now you know, if it was shot in this day and age, probably would have come out a lot sooner, like it exactly. did with with 
Justice League and all that and all the experiences there. And then everything else from the past started dredging up. And well, and I guess it all started when his wife wrote that letter. That's right. When they split up, I think yeah. talked about the affairs and like, you think this is he's this great feminist <sighs> and champion of women. But now he's punk having affairs and um, you just turn you find out what kind of crappy guy he is. And that's the thing, like Tara was saying, a lot of people, they were a fan of Joss Whedon. Like they right. love Buffy and Angel and Firefly, but like Joss Whedon's doing something, I'm there because they love his writing, his whatever he brings to a show. The Whedon verse. So it is, I mm-hmm. think it's definitely hard to separate him from from what he's done. But I love the Nevers. You know, I watched shows he's done. Um yep. so I'd still watch him. I just, you know, if we see <laughs> Not that he'd be at Comic-Con. I was in one of Tara's selfies with him at Comic-Con before I even really knew exactly who he was. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, get in the picture. I'm like, ah, who was that? Joss Whedon. What does he do? <laughs> you know, funny enough, it was when we were at the red carpet waiting for the cast of Spartacus to walk to some Spartacus party. We were That's actually funny. waiting for Lucy to walk by and saw Joss Whedon. <laughs> wow. That was the second time. So the first time yeah. was uh, yeah on the Comic-Con floor. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know who is a really nice guy? I mean, from what I know. What the hell do I know? Is uh, Cap or no Cap- Captain Jack wow, Carter? This went well. Sheriff <laughs> Jack Carter on Eureka. Okay, great. What is his name? Do you remember his name? <laughs> In real Why life, don't I, I look? Uh, I've seen, seen him a few times, him. and he is Bobby Fett. Like <laughs> really nice, but you know what? Now okay. I say that I feel like shit because I'm like, what the hell do I know? Well, Colin Ferguson. Lot- Colin Ferguson. Thank There's you. Plenty, there are plenty of nice people. But isn't there another call that not the talk show host, Colin Ferguson? Isn't that another? Oh, uh, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Okay. Yeah. Colin about. Ferguson. Jack Carter from Eureka. Got it. Nice. Very nice man. Seemingly. Awesome. There are good people. <laughs> out there. Everyone's as clearly as an ass. Oh, I don't know. know. <laughs> well, don't hold me to that. Don't hold me to that. <laughs> I think you're right, Kat, in the sense that. This is something with everything that's come out. This was a chance. And a lot of people after this article come out, they're like, why are they giving him a platform where I feel like when these were a lot of these allegations were coming out, people are like, he's not even saying anything. Mm -hmm. And now that he does, it wasn't what anyone wanted to hear. So like, why, how dare you let him say these things? Like, well, like you gave him the chance to own up or to answer all these things that he's been accused of doing. Yeah. And he obviously has, it's not like he's like, I was a horrible person. I'm so sorry. I was young and caught up in everything and I treated people poorly and blah, blah, blah. He's like, nope, her fault. She don't know English. I never call her fat, really. Pretty sure that's not something I would do. He should have known I, that's a joke. I, I wouldn't have made out with them. her right there. Correct. I would have made out with her in another place, but not there. I had there. to sleep with those women because come on. I couldn't let that opportunity get away. He he showed no signs of any <laughs> sort of maturity or w- regret, mm. whatever. So, you know, he, he didn't earn any sort of favors or forgiveness with that interview, no. for sure. And I hope this is the last time we talk about him at length. Probably mm. will be. But as far as separating art and artists, you know, I guess for some people that depends on do you watch airplane or some old movie with OJ Simpson in it? Right. And think, Oh, well I can't watch this anymore. Cause he's a freaking murderer. He's now out of prison. Or right. what about watching the Cosby show now? Can you do that? Or even Harry Potter. Yeah. Right. There's, uh-huh. there's a whole lot of things. I feel like if you only watched, 
And then sometimes too, with these projects, like there are a whole lot of really good people who also invested their time and their efforts and really hard and Mm -hmm. also profit from it. You're, you're hurting a lot of good people if you completely shut out something Mm. because the one bad person, but then I don't know. I'm sure there's a line somewhere as far as doing things that would give that person money or let them profit from this. It's, it's tough. If you only watch things where a hundred percent good people that never do anything wrong, were you know, doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. Good <laughs> Hallmark luck. channel. There's someone. <laughs> Even that probably. Oh no, Hallmark know. channel. I'm. Yeah. There's always somebody out there. So. Yeah, it's like I think it's got to be an individual choice for mm-hmm. for everybody is what what you'll continue to watch or support. I agree. Based on who did it and what they've done. So, be that as it may, <laughs> the book of Boba Fett. Has oh, anyone Bobby. on that set done anything? No, you mean yet? Bobby Fett. Bobby. Bobby Fett. Well, we, are, we you could kind of go through this with Mandalorian and uh, Gina Carano, and oh, you know God. what? In that sense, in that <laughs> sense, she had, she said crap. You know, it's not like she was. Yeah, she wasn't in charge. She posted she wasn't it. Charge. Yeah, that's <laughs> she, true. She, she said she, stupid she, stuff. And then she, she got fired. It. Yeah, you know, she's an idiot. What are you gonna do? But <laughs> uh, Bobby Fett, Bonnet Fett, Boba Fett, Bubba, Bubba. We just had episode four. Yep. But you watched it, right, Kat? I did. That was my favorite one so far. The Gathering Storm. Book of Bobby Fett. Uh, my favorite so far. Uh, it, it, it's how he met Fennec Shan. Mm-hmm. Found her left for dead. He picks her up. Takes her to get robot parts put in her <laughs> gut. Did, in her did abdomen. Did we know that? Did we know yeah, that Yeah, I think had... I've seen a picture. I think like I've when seen... She kind of up or something. At some point, I think I remember seeing that there were some parts. I don't know. Of I'd course, forgotten. I don't know exactly how it all went down. But yeah, uh, and then he's like, "Hey, you know, I saved you. Help me get my ship back because <laughs> uh, it's the it's the huts got it, um, or it's it's in the thing. And there's all these you know guards and whatnot. Um, and so droids. you know, then your debt will be paid. So they do this big heist to get the ship." And then uh, he, then he's got he's like, I got some stuff to do. So he uses the ship to take out the swoop gang that wiped out the Tuscan Raiders. And he's got to go get his armor. Oh yeah, they go to look for the armor in the the Sarlacc pit. Not there. <laughs> that doesn't go well. So they're off to go get his armor, and um, he and Ming Na, Fennec Shan teaming up. But uh, it was great. I liked the episode. It had some fun fun moments with. Um, Boba and his apparent love of animals. I never thought I'd heard, go make baby Banthas in Star Wars. Um, he's so nice. He loves the animals. He's great. He's like, go be with your people. You know, hey, you serve me well. Go, you know, make baby Banthas. Be with your tribe. <laughs> he's a good guy. Like, he's such a good man to the animals. He had a nice fi- fight with a little robot thing with cute. ears that had little, a lot of cute little robot droids, rabbit looking things. in this one. Yeah. That was fun. And at the end, you know, Phoenix Chan's like, can we go now? <laughs> um, it was cool. I just thought there's some part. Okay, no, look, I've seen articles about this show mm. or not about this show, but it's just in general, like how, you know, it start, I remember starting with Game of Thrones, that whole fight during the night where people are like, I can't even see anything. Yeah. And I remember thinking, okay, I can see. I feel like there was a lot of dark in this, mm-hmm. like a lot of night. And part of the problem, maybe I was watching the daytime and it was light in my place. So that it seemed dark. Like I can 
maybe if I watched it in the dark, things would show up better. But it feels like, okay, there used to be things have shot at night for years, but somehow right. <laughs> now all of a sudden they like, well, we have to really make it nighttime with barely yeah. any light. And I feel like sometimes I just like, just brighten it up a little bit. Yeah. So I feel like that's a thing that has continued, you know, his fight with Chrysanthemum, yeah, dark black chewy, chrysanthemum. black chrysanthemum. chrysanthemum. Uh, I remember that feeling like that was kind of dark and just, I feel like there's a lot of like, we got to make it really dark. With the shimmer of light, which is brighten it up somehow. <laughs> Come on. We did get another visit with Jennifer Beals in this episode. I like yeah, it. He's just, like, I got to go out and show my face. Let the people remind the people who I am. Um, Hopefully, we get more with her because right now they're just giving us a little more. It was morsels. great. Right. Yeah. I loved her more. this. She was like black chrysanthemum. So, and I looked in the Easter eggs. There's like a history of, I guess, Wookiees and these. Um, the I'm looking up the name of Twilight. the uh, the no the um Trandoshans oh like Bosque was uh, okay oh and the lizardy people yeah the lizardy looking people because um, Trandoshans hunt Wookies for sport oh well fuck because you'll see you remember a Trandoshan delivered a Wookie pelt to Boba Fett as a tribute in the first episode of the show oh, so they've got this history. Wow. And so that's why he's sitting there getting madder every time. You know, they're like having a good old time, doing some gambling. So he starts fighting and he's got that makes that... more sense. Right. See, again, <laughs> I feel like these are little things like, why is he getting so mad at this? Yeah. And totally. then you find out and she has some lines about him, I guess, like he was maybe held prisoner and forced to fight or something like that. He was a gladiator. Gladiator. So, yeah, he starts beating him up and then. And then she comes in and she's trying to sweet talk him. It's like, oh, you don't have to live like that. You know, you're fine. And I don't remember all she said, but very smooth. Very yes, like. Very good. Put him down. It's all good. Let him go back. You know, you know what? You've got racked up a big tab. I'll pay your tab. Forget your tab. Well, I'll just have a good time. And so he he throws the trend ocean <laughs> down while ripping his arm off. Like, his and throws him down. <laughs> and, and then Jennifer Beals, I think it's like uh, Boba's got, well. Gave it a shot. <laughs> so try. I love seeing Jennifer Beale show up like that. That was great to see her. Yeah, um, it's great casting. Oh, yeah. I just, like you said, I want to see more of her. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he when he takes Fennec to uh, to uh, the, get her parts put in, it's like this kind of mm. cool, funky, like, I thought he was, I was like, why is he taking her to like a disco? Is this a Star Wars disco? <laughs> and there's some more kids with scooters out in the front. Mm -hmm. More mod, the mod squad. The mod squad and uh, musician Thundercat. That's right. <laughs> AKA Steven Bruner uh, is the one turning them into cyberpunk kids. Like he's, mm -hmm. he's, I guess it's something you can do, like get cool punk robot modifications to yourself. So he, Gives her a little droid tummy and huh? That's what AK meant. Hove squad. Hoverboard. They're kind of oh, like hoverboard. Hover okay. You told oh, me it was HOV, like HOV lane know. in Los Angeles. Am I supposed to? Hove. Hey, what's up, Hove? We're having. I, I get know. it now. Did you I know that now, one okay. of the teens hanging out is Ming Na Wen's son, Cooper? Oh, really? Oh, that's nice. That's a good. Mm -hmm. That's a good Easter egg. Cooper Dominic Z. So yes, her kids are showing up <laughs> that's in the good. film. I love the robot in the kitchen with all so the arms. So cute. All those droids in there are really. Cute. That was fun. That was a fun. Like it's like yeah, it would do the cooking. Yeah. Droid, and then uh, Evie 
99 mm-hmm. uh, was back in there. Yeah, uh, he was torturing people. Now he's working in the kitchen. You got, you got, what's his name? The big blue, they had the band like in um, Max, Re- Max Rebo. Max Rebo, yeah. There's so many fun little Star Wars-y things wrapped up in this. I love how they go back. I, that was kind of creepy when they were kind of looking down into the Sarlacc pit, looking for his armor. Oh, that was a little headlight on. That all of a sudden, the Sarlacc scare. is like, it comes got up me. at him. Got me too. I jumped. Ooh, uh. um, the only thing, I, the only thing I wish is if if Fennec, like when she basically wakes up from being dead or almost dead, and yeah. she realizes she's got robot innards. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is this? I just, I would have loved to seen him more like freak out, like, what am I? Like, I just, felt, but I guess Fennec's low key. So what are you going to do? But exactly. That was her freaking out. I think it, that was her she freaking out. She's like, hey, what is all this? <laughs> she was leaning at the time. He was a little concerned. Like, she was leaning, but she was a little concerned. <laughs> a little she did, she was, did she seem a little frazzled. extra concerned that she had robot parts. It was a frazzled <laughs> lean. She was frazzled. Um, there's a, there's a lot of nice stuff there. He's, and it, it, you find out why he wants to take over Jabba. He's like, haven't you worked for enough stupid idiots. guys that are going to get you killed and too many people getting killed working for these idiots with money? And and he wants to start his own sort of house. He wants a second command. He wants Fennec. He wants a tribe. He wants a team. He wants to live the good life a little bit, care for so, his rancor and love the Banthas. So he's doing a good job. He's got he's got Fennec. Yeah, he's got now. He's got black chrysanthemum. I'm thinking they'll. I think he'll. They had, he hasn't officially joined yet, has he? But I think uh, he might. I mean, he's there. He was there hanging out when yeah, he had that. He's like, around. Tribunal. Yeah, he's got that's the right. rancor. That's true. That's true. He's got the two um, Gamorrean guards, who are much taller than they were in Return of the Jedi, <laughs> and less fat. They're more muscly. They were just big fat <laughs> Gamorrean guards back then. Now they're are those of, the guys with the sexy legs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, what Tara right. considers sexy? They're legs. very muscular. You know, they're, they're like muscular. slim. Considering yeah. the rest, they, like they're yeah. slim legs. They were they're big. Like, they were chunkier in they Return of the Jedi. Chunkier. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's so he assembled that group and said, "Kind of fight with me against the Pikes who are coming to take over and the spice mm-hmm. and all that stuff." And uh, and they're kind of like, eh, "I don't know about that." So it's like, at least don't get in the way. At least just be neutral. So like, ah, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> we'll so see. I'm knows? sure that's going to we'll go well. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. I think the, I think the first four episodes have been a lot of let's get the pieces set up, set up yeah. who he is now, get some of these pieces into place with the, the, the gang and Wookiees. And I think we're now some real intricate storylines. <laughs> now start. there's two episodes left. I think there's four. There's eight. Is there right? four? I think there's I eight six. total. Okay. I'll take eight. Wow. Well, at the very end, though, when he's talking about, you know, I think he says, like, yeah, we can we can pay for some more help. They play a music cue. Right. From Mandalorian. Mandalorian. So oh. maybe Mando, Mando's going to make an, uh, an appearance. That would be a lot of fun. What a ragtag hmm. group of uh, mercenaries he's gathered. Oh, That'll be seven. Seven. Hmm. Okay. So three more. All right. That's still better than two. Yeah, I wanted I wanted more, you know. I know, me too. I always want these sec- shows to keep going. Maybe there'll be two seasons. Who knows? Not none of their shows have well, Bando's had yeah, that's true. Um Yeah, they're doing three. At least. And by the way, speaking of the Vespa gang, uh it was later it came out mm. that it was sort of an homage to George Lucas and his love of 
hot rods and you know very cool. fast shiny cars that kind of thing that's, so that's fun. yeah so all right make your homage to george shiny red vespas <laughs> at least there's a at least there was a reason and you know it's interesting i looked on imdb absolutely nothing is out like five six and seven no oh like not even names or no anything? plot no names mm. no pictures no titles Good. Keep it secret. Exactly. Well, keep it a secret. Love it. Don't want to know. By the way, breaking news. Oh, this is exciting for me. Disney developing a live-action remake of the Aristocats. (laughs) (laughs) Kitty cats everywhere. Oh my god! It's their time. It's the time time of the cat. I don't know when or if it's true, but. That's uh, according <laughs> that to sense. Movie Web. Yeah, why not? Cute they did later. That's half of our content. We don't know when or if that's even true. Uh, <laughs> that was me. Right up our alley. Uh, published one day. <laughs> but that's fun. in the future, there might be live action Aristocats. Boom. Oh. I mean, eventually they're just going to go through their whole. Pretty whole much. Movies. Yeah. Pretty much. That's fun. Good for you. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, wow. I'm tired. Yeah, we've done a lot today, guys. What? Okay, we got to tell people in real time. What time is it? 7.39. Yeah. We started, started at 3.30, didn't 3:30. we? 3.30. Four hours. Four hours. M- my wife is not happy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Keep my cats flouting. are hungry. Keep flouting your wife around, cat. You know my wife? Uh, we get it. You have a I? wife. Been together for 15 years. Sarah's dating a stump, but you're We get it. It's... Catalia weekend. We Terry, get it. Are you in You're the in quote Yosemite Valley. <laughs> okay. We get it. Are you are you in the stump officially dating? Are you still Me just and the stump each are exclusive? <laughs> oh, that's a huge step. Yeah. Congratulations. We talked about it last you night. You should you should have the stump over sometime. <laughs> While we're on the pod. <laughs> you guys should come over to the house. Bring bring the stump. Uh I'll try, but I might get arrested. <laughs> You know what? The stump is independent. I don't try to. I don't try to take the stump anywhere. That's you, smart. Though. That's good. You got to respect yeah. the stump. Yeah. So I go to the stump. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably best. I took the t- the stump on a very romantic date. Oh wow! This nice. Week. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right then. That's where I'm at. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> You can check out Tara's dating adventures with the stump on Twitter at Snub Podcast oh, yeah. with one D. Nice. We pondered a lot, pondered about life and mm. trees. Two by fours. Two by- oh, cat. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why would you say that? Wow. Well, I know where I'm not bringing the stump. Not to your house. But wait, I don't even know your address. So that won't be a problem. Uh, Tara, how can people find us on Instagram? <laughs> Probably a hell of a lot easier than I can find where you live, Kat. <laughs> it's at She Nerds Out on Facebook and Instagram. Listen, you should go to our website at SheNerdsOut.com. You can catch up on all episodes. You can buy us a beer. You can send us a voicemail. We haven't had a voicemail in a while. You can send us clues about who bought us a beer. Yes, that's right. Mystery beer uh, buyer. Is it a scavenger Um, hunt? 
I don't know. I would love. Oh, I love a good scavenger. Me too. I wish it was. That would be fun. Who are you, someone? Yeah, please. Can you make an elaborate scavenger hunt for us? Don't make it easy. But also, who are you? (laughs) Who are you? Uh, You can also send us an email directly to shenerdsout at gmail.com. Do you want to send us a piece of honest-to-goodness mail, something physical for us to open? You can send that to Snop at P.O. Box 6732, Burbank, California, 91510. What? That can't be. Is that right? Yeah. It's not 91505? No. Here's the thing. Wait, are you sure? (laughs) Because Studio City is 91602, and then, are you sure? Let me explain. Uh-huh. I went to the website of the actual P.O. Box, the U.S. Postal Service, okay? The P.O. Box is listed with a zip code of 91510, but people have sent things to us to 91505, and it gets to us. Okay. So it's 91510. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hmm. mean, it's, it's the website, guys. I, I have to trust the website. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's a good start. Yeah. So you, you can pick. You can send it to 91510 or 91505. So someone out there, <laughs> if you're going to send us a map to a scavenger hunt around L.A., yes, send it to 91510. Yeah. That's the best bet. Yeah. At least it's not confusing. Glad we cleared that up for people. Especially me, I totally remember what yeah, the address is. Uh, <laughs> All right, well. then. Oh, boy. Are we done? Are you we're done? done. I think we're officially done. All right. I got to go. I got to go over to Kat's house. She invited me. Yeah. On that note, dinner's almost ready, Wendy. Thanks. She nerds out. Out. F you. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty dirty.